With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday with a great big cheer. Hey. 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 Why did you guys sing to me? I thought we were at Bugaboo Creek. Well. Okay, ready? One, two, three. It's your birthday. Oh, is that how they sing? Oh, we're singing different songs? No, we go by the Bugaboo Creek way. Obviously. I've only been there a few times and then they closed. Yeah. That. I like the What did you bread. get there? You used to get the uh, Mooth Breath. Moose Breath Mooth <laughs> Breath. The Mooth Breath. The Mooth Breath. The Mooth Breath. Goo, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday to you. And for those of you who don't know, Mac treated me to a nice chicken wingy dinner. Yeah. We chicken fingers. We went to Buff's Pub. Yeah. That one's uh, free. It's always delicious. Yeah. It's always a good time. That was well, my day. wife got me nothing. Yeah, classic. Excuse you. She just is burying your child, that's all. <laughs> oh, that's right. She is. Well, this is my my wife. She is with child. <laughs> Have you yeah. revealed the name yet to people? No, no. that's still a okay. secret. So that's a big... That's it's a big, big market tease. Yeah, Ooh. no one really knows that. Ooh. But before we get into the main topic here, Batty, you are not from this country. No. So... Smashed her. <laughs> how was Turtle Mania... In the Philippines. It was big. The cartoons. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like, the cartoons, the toys. I mean, same over there. I mean, everyone played like they were the Ninja Turtles with, like, the mask and stuff. Like, now, different what, colored were the masks. shows uh, dubbed or were they in English? They were in English. Okay. How many of your shows were dubbed? Actually, mean? while you're here, could you tell us about the Filipino E.T.? I don't know. That was my parents that told you about that, not me. He has very long fingernails, and he needs the kid to clip his fingernails for him. That's an interesting wrinkle that I didn't know I wanted <laughs> to right now. <laughs> One, goo, three, yeah! Mac and goo! Jaws three! Mac and goo! King of Queens! Mac and goo! Meryl Street! I'm Goo! And I'm Mac. And we are the Mac and Goo program. We bring you friendship. Mm-hmm. And today, karate. Yeah, yeah I guess. Kinda. I don't think there was too bit. much karate in there. No, what is the... Uh, Ninjutsu. The, no, but the Filipino guy says he does... He It wasn't karate he says he does. I can't remember what it is. He does several Some things. sort of martial arts. You yeah. I just said martial arts. His name actually. is Kino, by the way. Kino, yes. Yes. So today, unfortunately, we have to talk about... Uh... Once again, for Goo's birthday, <laughs> Goo gets to pick out a movie every single year. Yeah, which and I don't know when we decided on that. Mac but... reluctantly lets Goo's wife on the air. Yeah. He hates having her on. No, that's not yeah. true. Every time he's always like, dude, don't put your wife don't back on the podcast. Don't do it, bro. You have girls in here. And the first year, it was Mac and me. Yeah. Last year, it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990, mm-hmm. the first one. Mm-hmm. Best movie of all time. No. This year, I said, let's continue in that turtle way of life. Yeah. So this year, it is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles II, colon, yeah. The Secret of the Ooze. That's the Roman numeral II. That's from two. 1991, maybe six months after the first one came out. <laughs> yeah, not very long after. They said the mania is rolling down. We need to keep this we going. we got to capitalize. And uh, this movie is something. 
It's terrible. It's a terrible movie. That is the word I was looking for. It's a terrible movie. I am one of the biggest Turtles fans I know. Mm -hmm. I don't know many people. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I can't name someone that's a bigger Turtle fan than you. This movie's terrible. It's not good at all. Like, it isn't good in the it's so bad it's good type of stuff. It's not even a coherent, competent movie. Right, right. It's boring. It slogs along. It is surprisingly boring. boring. Nothing happens. And all I, the turtles just bitch the entire movie. Well, I, I would think, you know, you might be able to come away with some silver linings here. Uh, a playbook, I, if you will. I can't think of one redeeming quality from this movie. I got nothing. So I liked Kino. Super Shredder, I guess? No, I didn't even like that. Yeah. So I like Kino. I think Kino's a pretty good character. I prefer Casey Jones. Yeah. Brian has a thing for Filipinos. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, they replaced April. And when I say that, I mean the first April did not want to come back because she didn't like all the fighting in the first one. Right, right. This April is a worse actress, but she's more attractive. She is more attractive. And fun fact about her, Goo, she was born in Boston, Massachusetts. So in the podcast right so there? That's it right there. She's from Town. <laughs> What's good? She likes the street meat. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, this movie is so geared towards children. And is it though? Is it? My biggest question is: Was this my favorite movie as a kid? Was I a stupid child? Did you? Was this your favorite movie? I think it was. Wow. As a kid, I liked this one better than the first one because you mm. had more mutants. You liked these more than Batman '89. Batman '89 was a little more adult than these are. Okay. And maybe I liked that, like, growing up, like, five, six. All right. But, like, one... When you were three, you just but really like, loved these. But, like, these. Three, three through six, yeah, these are my fucking hot zone. You know how, like, there's a box in, like, the strike zone? Yeah. I meant, like, like right in the middle was a big picture of Razar. So this is rated PG, Goo. Yeah. Which means it's intended for children in that probably six to ten range. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing in here for that age range. There's nothing for those kids to like. Are the yeah. characters spooky? Sort of. Sort of. The whole Shredder thing is spooky. And the foot soldiers and, and like all that clan. Which, spooky. by the way, Shredder looks terrible in this movie. Yeah, he doesn't look good. His helmet is bigger and all of his clothes are baggier. <laughs> and shiny. What's his deal? Yeah. Thank well, you. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have the actual capital when they started making this movie because you would have thought after the first one it gets greenlit and yeah. they throw a bunch of cash at it. But it didn't actually look like they threw the cash at it. It yeah. looks Almost the same as the first in terms of set pieces and whatnot. Well, that's the thing. It looks like they used all the same set pieces. Yeah. They just said, let's just do it all again. Except everything kind of looks worse somehow. Yeah. Like it was Everything looks used. cheaper. The turtles look a lot worse. Yeah. Shredder looks worse. The new mutants don't look good. The fight choreography, not good. Terrible. Even the opening fight uh, when you see Kino bust up those couple... Department uh, store, yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. This has a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes, 35 with the critics. I have no idea why it's so high. Mm. 67 with the audience. A 45 Metacritic. Is that high on Metacritic? Uh, for this movie, yes, that is high. And, and let's compare that to the original. Wait, which... Mac, uh, read the note that I wrote here. Would, would you, would you right read? under 45 Metacritic. So, more like Secret of the Splooge, am I right? <laughs> Fucking nailed it. <laughs> so, five. Secret of the Use, 6 out of 10 on IMDb. The original, 6.8 out of 10. That's kind of insane. The first one is way, way better than yeah, this. Yeah, and you, like you said, 35.67 for the second one. 40.81 for the first one. First one's way better. It is. I don't love the first one, but the first one's way better. Yeah. Uh, and then Metacritic on the first one, a 51 compared to 45 on this. So I don't know... 
the first one's clearly flawed, but it it succeeds. It does what it's supposed to do. It gets the back second into like, one does nothing. Like the well. first one gets back into like what the comics are. It's darker. They have a bunch of fight scenes, and the fight scenes are all pretty fun. This one, it looks like they're trying to do what the animated show did, but it wasn't colorful enough. It wasn't flamboyant and big enough. Yeah. And the tones are still too dark to be that like cartoonish fun. And this second one is technically five minutes shorter than the first one. And this feels this like one a two felt and a half like hour it was movie. three hours. Yeah, long. it feels so fucking long, so yeah. long. It's supposed to be eighty-eight minutes. I don't know how that's. And even I can even tell you, like, they only go to six different places. All the scenes yeah, just feel true. super long. <laughs> it's true, it's so true. And okay, it's categorized as action, adventure, and comedy. I put a question mark after action. Yeah. A question mark after adventure, yeah. and three question marks after comedy. Yeah, I'd say some action, <laughs> some adventure. No comedy. I laughed at a joke that Kino made when some girls told him to keep dreaming. And he's like, I would dream a little bit thinner. <laughs> and then also, <laughs> when they were in the junkyard, a really stupid joke by Michelangelo made me laugh. That's it right there. The movie is directed by Michael Pressman. Who I don't know. I don't he's know who that fellow only is. only directed one feature film. And it's this one? Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Everything else, television. I, I don't, guess he produced a lot of stuff. I don't know uh, who would have seen this and said, you know what? we got to get this guy more work. So good call on Hollywood there. I'll give yeah. him credit for that. And this was written by Todd W. Langan, mm-hmm. who I don't know. I don't know that man With either. the original concept of the movie and characters by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Yeah. And they had came up with a completely different movie than what was given to us. And I'll get into more of that as we go along the timeline. But just some simple things like, first off, they wanted to use Bebop and Rocksteady. Okay. They couldn't do it because of licensing rights to those characters. Gotcha. And then they also didn't want to use Shredder at all. They wanted huh. to have Shredder's helmet yep. as like the focal point of like the new villain. Like a Kylo Ren thing. Type of thing, yeah. Because, you know, he was killed in the first movie. Right, right, right. And they wanted to get into some of the weirder Turtle stuff, like Dimension X stuff. They wanted to get into Krang. They wanted to use some weird, weird villains. And Studio just said, hey, just kind of keep on course. They would have been way better off with that. Uh, this Langan fellow, by the way, his yeah. other writing credits... The first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, he did five episodes of The Wonder Years, and he did... An Which five episodes? What season? Uh, 1990, so Ooh. I don't know what season that season is. Season three, maybe? He also did an episode of something called Pursuit of Happiness, and so after this movie, he also got no more work, so that, that makes <laughs> He didn't even get sense. the third movie? No, he didn't even get the third movie. <laughs> he couldn't complete his trilogy? Uh, did you he see had a this clear in the vision. theaters, Brian? Did I see it in theaters? No. This came out in 91. I would have been two. Oh. <laughs> mm, that is pretty small for a child to get No, to. like, I think the first movie that I saw in theaters, like, I remember seeing in theaters, is The Lion King. Yeah, I 94. remember seeing The Lion King. I remember seeing Apollo 13. I remember seeing... I think those are the first two I remember seeing. I remember all of my family going to see the movie Toys, but I was not allowed to. And thank God, that movie's horrible. Toys? What is Toys? Robin Williams. He's in a toy factory. They have to win a war. Oh, how about that? Yeah. He has a big hole in his hat. Sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Goo, this movie stars Corey Feldman. He's as the, the voice, voice of Donatella. Donatello. Yep. <laughs> uh, Paige Turco as April O'Neil, the, the Boston lady. David Warner is Professor Jordan Perry. Who actually, I would say, does the best job out of anyone in this movie. So there was a back and forth between, did they want to use Baxter Stockman, who of course turns into the fly, slash he's played by Tyler Perry in the new Ninja Turtles movies. Okay. Did they want to go with that, or did they want to use this guy as a uh, TCRI employee, different from the actual 
one that's in this movie, yep. who then uncovers the aliens, slash is an alien. What? Wow. Like a humanoid little crane in his so belly. So every, everything you keep saying sounds like whatever they could have gone with would have been better. And like, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Clash, the voice of Elmo. Yep. Which I just learned. Also uh, Splinter. Plays Splinter in this. Ernie Reyes Jr. plays Kino. Filipino. Who is probably the second best in this movie, I would yep. say. Francois Chow plays Shredder. New Shredder. Who is, is he French or is he I, Chinese? He he looks like the first <laughs> Japanese. guy. He looks like the first That's guy, racist. but it's not the first guy. Well, you look, they look the same. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then uh, Toshihiro Obatu, Obat, Obata yeah. plays Tatsu. Now the physical guy, yes, but someone does the voiceover. Okay. And I actually do appreciate them doing like the old Kung Fu movie stuff. Yeah, they could have played all, into that more, yeah. but they didn't. And also the voice of Shredder is not this guy here, Chow. Kevin Nash plays the Super Shredder. Uh, Big Sexy? Yeah, Big Sexy. Yeah. Uh, Vanilla Ice plays himself, Rob mm-hmm. Van Winkle. Michael Jai White, a.k.a. Spawn, is an uncredited audience member, apparently. I went out of my way to find that one. <laughs> that was really important to me that I found that one. Uh, Spawn. He's actually Spawn in the audience. He could, I guess, maybe get away with that yeah. in that scene. That uh, <laughs> wouldn't feel that out of place. It, it wouldn't. It really wouldn't. No. My main thought for this movie is I understand why it was made, but why... Money. The answer was money. Why... Uh, did they make money? This movie, yeah. So That's this one still, actually. yeah, this one still doubled its budget. So the I first one know. was a smash hit. This one was a moderate hit, and the third one still made a little bit of money. Like it still was in the green. It just didn't make enough for them to say, "Let's make a fourth one." I don't know with everything you're kind of talking about here and all the the lore they had already built up with yeah. the turtles, why they needed to make this story. It doesn't make any sense. Like, even in the synopsis of the movie, the Turtles and Shredder battle once again, this time for the last canister of ooze that created the Turtles, which Shredder wants to create and unleash an army, question mark, of new mutants. He created two new mutants. He created two, and they're two of the worst <laughs> costumes I've ever seen. babies! One, one <laughs> considerably worse than the other. Tokar is okay. Tokar's fine. Tokar the snapping turtle. Yeah, Razar looks horrible. So what they look like is they needed to use two mutants. So they had planned on doing Bebop and Rocksteady. And they said, crap, what is in the supply closet? <laughs> oh, this Wolfman costume? Yeah. Toss it on. Let's get it out. God. Didn't it look like the Tasmanian devil? It looked like Taz if... It looked... Oh, that's a good... It looked... I didn't... The words I were going to use were going to be disrespectful in one way or the other. So <laughs> I won't say them. <laughs> It sort of looks like that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> a deranged version of Taz. Mac, before we get deep into this movie, should we just do the fun factor, all yeah. the other yeah. Mac let's, and Goo staples, it. if you will? Let's try it. Fun factor. Non-existent. It's not, not there. You had two laughs. I had zero. Dana, did you laugh? Did you have any fun? No. <laughs> we got home. He's like, oh, by the way, we're watching the Turtles. I'm like, what? I need <laughs> I to like mentally <laughs> prepare for this. He snuck it up on you. Then I just stuck it in. (laughs) 
<laughs> By the way, this is on Netflix. Yes, it is on. If you would like to watch, it is on Netflix. If you haven't seen I, it yet, I, you don't want spoilers. I would not recommend it. Satisfactor. This is so unsatisfying. Whatever the opposite of satisfying is, is what this movie is. I think this is. is one of the least satisfactory movies. Yep. And I might have watched it again when I was like a teenager, maybe, and I just kind of thought it was fine, whatever. But watching it now, it is horrible. There's nothing satisfying. It just feels like such watered down garbage. Uh, antonyms for satisfying, dissatisfying, frustrating, uh-huh. pointless, and unsatisfactory. Those are four great adjectives for this movie. Now, with the barometer, just constant. The whole movie. It's the whole <laughs> it's movie. So boring. There's nothing. There's not even a point where you're like, oh, that was kind of cool. It was just like, what what are we doing? You There's don't a like scene. vanilla ice? <laughs> no, I did enjoy the final 10 minutes when they went into the it's so bad, it's good territory. Okay, fair. That's maybe the best part of the movie. So there's a scene when they're at the lab and the turtles go to get the ooze and the scientists just got rid of all the ooze. And but ta- one. Yes. And Tatsu was already there with the Foot Clan mm. and they had just left. And then the turtles got there and then Tatsu shows back up with the Foot Clan <laughs> and then they have this like big game of catch with the ooze. Tatsu out of nowhere goes, Ninja, vanish! <laughs> What was the point of them going back? I don't know. Just to like say hi know. to the turtles? I also question the way in which they're transporting the ooze. It's one gigantic canister. They could have done like 30 like needle-sized ones, yeah. and that would have been way more efficient. Because how much ooze do you need to actually create a beam, right? I think just a syringe worth. I would say so. Like, just, what does Shredder use to become Super Shredder at the end? He uses just, like, a little vial of ooze. Yeah, not a big fucking Which, by the one. way, the little vial of ooze also grew his clothes and his shoulder pads. Oh, of course. <laughs> and his helmet. Yeah. And his helmet. <laughs> it has those it's factors. Big sexy. What do you yeah, want? Yeah. The Aquator. Is this movie better or worse than Aquaman? It's worse. Oh, yeah. It's not even close. It's it doesn't have any worse. of that kitschy fun that Aquaman no, has. it's not fun whatsoever. No, I still haven't seen Aquaman. You don't really need to. Maybe I'll sneak that up on you. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the real question. Is is it better or worse than Hellboy? <sighs> yeah, it's better than Hellboy. It's not as crass as Hellboy. So this movie, like, stinks, but it's not close to the and worst thing I've ever seen. And it's this movie just stinks. specifically geared like, hey, we want to market this towards children. Yeah. and Whereas also, Hellboy, they want to market it towards idiots. Right. It's <laughs> a good way of putting it. Like you two. Yeah. <laughs> you guys I bought it hook, line, Ugh, and sinker. Man. And I, I, I watched it in an hour. And I'm like, Mac, is this movie good? And it's you said, no, horrible. it's fucking terrible. At the very least in this movie, I still do get the four turtles, which I like. In Hellboy, there's yeah. just nothing. Because there no is, things. I would say there's one scene in this movie. It's early on. It's in April's apartment, and just the four turtles going back and forth conversation wise. Yeah, it's still pretty fun. It's not bad. And I think if you had given this movie the budget that Hellboy had, or comparatively back then, yeah. they make a way better movie than what Hellboy made. Pants Tent City, you weirdo. Did that turn you on? Ugh, nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Although April O'Neil. A little, little tinge. I was going to say this. Drip yeah, a little, little drip. So in the movie, <laughs> that's gross. In the movie, while they were watching April on TV, for mm-hmm. some reason, Raph doesn't want to watch the news anymore. He's like, yeah, let's change the channel. It's fake news. Fake news. Oh, which, by said. the way, I hated how he talked. I know. I couldn't. So at one point, Raph says, I think Oprah's on. Let's turn on Oprah. Did you guys know that the turtles went on Oprah? Guys, let me ask you this. Do you sometimes wish that April was a turtle? 
Whoa, Whoa, definitely. Conceptually, that works for me. You know, I've been trying to... you got it. Oprah. Man, I cracked myself up. <laughs> Oprah, I've been oh, trying man. to talk her into an interspecies relationships for months now. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, wow. Wow. Man. And she won't do it, huh? She can't no, hold her breath No, she I'm can't do it. The biggest problem is she can't hold her breath long enough, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Mac has never been so happy. Outrageous. <laughs> I wish that was part of the movie. That's the best part right there. So that is two years later. Oh, my God. When they were pitching their Out of the Shell tour, where okay. they went on stage and they played rock and roll music. Yikes. Except for Shredder, who rapped. <laughs> well, as Shredders do. Halloween. Has this movie gone down over time for you? Yes. After seeing it as a child and I think loving it. Yeah. This is not good. I knew this movie sucked. I didn't realize how much it sucked until you made me watch it again. Uh, this movie, I'll never watch it again. There it is. I'll draw that line in the sand. I'm never going to watch it again. Please don't make me watch it again. You have to watch the third one next year. <laughs> Why? At least that one you can kind of laugh at. Yeah. This one you can't do. No, the third movie is almost all of how you felt the final 10 minutes of the movie, where it's just completely goofy and stupid. I forgot how I felt <laughs> the last 10 minutes of this movie. Since we don't have a sounder for this. Yeah. Hot dog, 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 Heroes in a half shell, hot dog. For those of you tardy to the Mac and Goo party, we usually have better sounders than that, but I figure that sounder matched the movie. Guys, just disappointed in myself. Is really how I feel about this. Loving this as a child. Oh, man. I enjoyed Tokar and Razar. Which doesn't make any sense. sense. They're actually in Turtles in Time, the arcade game. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but they're on the pirate ship level. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. Put Bebop and Rocksteady there with their long, pointy Mm. swords. Mm. Unless they changed it on me. I don't know if they did. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good point. I loved this as a kid. I liked Tokar and Razar. I loved the fact that the Shredder was back. and yep. He became the Super Shredder, which, looking at it now, Super Shredder doesn't do shit. He does no things. He kills himself. He show- yeah, he shows up and kills himself. That's what yeah. he does. Yep. He roid rages all over the place and then dies. He loves being a turtle. No, he doesn't. The other ones do. <laughs> I confuse the two of what they like to do. Vanilla Ice is the standout moment of this movie, which is really, really fucking sad. And he's just wearing the same outfit that Shredder wears at the beginning of the movie. And, fun fact, you guys ready for this? Yeah. He wrote that song in 30 minutes. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like it. I could see Have you that. ever seen a turtle get down? <laughs> I actually, okay, fun factor-wise, I actually did love the turtle dance when they were dancing along. It's okay. <laughs> well, that's all they can really do is those motions. Which is, they could do so much in the first movie. They could move around. The martial arts with the styrofoam turtle costumes in the first one were really good. In this one, they could barely even do those flips. It makes you think because these turtles are pretty short. I don't remember them being as short in the first movie, but like, who are the people inside of these costumes? So, fun fact, the kid who plays Kino in this one... Yeah. Is a turtle, too? He was Donatello in the first one. Really? Yeah. Mm. Not the voice, but he was inside the suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually do like, a little bit in this one still, is that the turtles are all different heights. And they all kind of have, like, different shaped heads, and you can kind of tell them apart. Yeah, yeah. Like, Donatello's got this real big dome. Yeah. This real big watermelon (laughs) dome. piece on him. And cross-eyed. He's cross-eyed. For some reason, Donatello, cross-eyed, underbite in this movie. (laughs) kind of a nerd. Makes sense. Yeah. Hot dogs? I'm going to compare it to a movie that I saw last year. Okay. Another lazy movie that didn't do anything new, and it just rested on its laurels. 
Men in Black International, I gave it 19 hot dogs. All right. I will give Secret of the Ooze 18 hot dogs. Wow. You know what, Goo? We're, we're right there. I was thinking last year, I saw... I didn't see a ton of bad movies, but the ones I saw were like 20, 19, 18, 17, then Hellboy and Midsommar were down at 9, 10. This isn't as bad as those two, but it is bad in that late teens range. I'm going to give it a clean, crisp 17 hot dogs. 17 hot dogs, and I honestly can't justify more than like six to eight hot dogs. But just the fact that it's a Ninja Turtles movie gets you into the teens. Just the fact that it's not like as bad as this movie is, it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, A lot of things are okay. But the movie as a whole stinks. This is your first time seeing this movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. How many hot dogs? 12. Yeah. It was Love so it. bad. Love it. <laughs> you looked so bored. I was. You sighed <laughs> so many times throughout uh. the movie. And again, it's only 88 minutes. It didn't feel yeah. way fucking longer than that. It felt so long. <laughs> and they don't go anywhere. The entire movie. It's in five fucking locations. <laughs> I tried to make myself like get excited when Vanilla Ice <laughs> came on, but it was just not happening. No, not good. Ninja, ninja, rap, ninja, yeah. ninja, <laughs> rap. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. I guess we'll start spoiling, but the movie's been out for almost 30 years now, so not really a big deal. The movie starts out, first thing on the screen, in loving memory of Jim Henson. Jim Mm. Henson did the puppetry in the first movie. That's a bad sign for this movie, because the puppetry in this movie... Not good. Yeah, but you would think there was one other person on the planet that could operate fucking puppets. I don't understand why it took such a big step back. It doesn't make much sense. Now, we do get to the high points of the movie. The music is still pretty dope at the beginning. See, I think this is where I, I diverge from you from the first one. You love the music in the first I one. I do. Oh. And I hate the music in it the first one. It has that early 90s, late 80s feel to it. Yeah, but Sets I think the it's New York terrible. Mood. Hey, I'm walking over here. I'm eating pizza pie. That's what all the characters are yeah, doing. Everyone's fucking eating pizza. I, I don't understand it. What these movies do so well is they can frame up a nice slice of pie. It looks I delicious. I know. It actually made us one. And not for yeah. nothing, those slices were way too big. They That's a New York slice, big. baby. New York does their slices big. Gonna get my, uh, my favorite New York slice. 
<laughs> Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kano a lot, but he's no Casey Jones. No. I don't know. Did they just not want to use that character again? Or was Elias Kateas taken? Well, I think Elias Kateas lost all his hair in the six months after the first movie, so that might have been it. Is that uh, true? No, no. No, but oh. he did get he did, he did lose it by like the end of the 90s. He was in the third movie, though. Was he? Casey Jones was in the third movie. So Casey Jones is someone you can like root for, and he's kind of a badass. Yeah. Kino is just like a good little buddy sidekick. Because I did like him in that scene with the foot soldiers, too, and mm. he's infiltrating there, and he's karateing and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. But not really the best. No. The turtles show up at the department store. And I loved in the first one that the first time the turtles are shown in quotations is they're in the shadows and they're fighting in the shadows and they're doing ninja shit in the shadows. In this movie, they're just out in the open. They just walked down the stairs. They walked down the stairs. It and was then not they, even a cool And then they entrance. jump and they go, look at me! <laughs> Freeze frame! Because that was one of the coolest things in the first movie is... They're in the stores and they're like talking they're and they're like, Bossa Nova. Yeah. They're all just going back and forth. And then as soon as they take that turn around the corner, it's the first time that you're seeing them and they freeze frame it right there. And it's so cool. Where I thought you were going with that is like when they pop up in the first movie, it's more secretive. Yeah. This, they're just, they're there. They yeah. must have been walking on the street apparently. I don't understand. At the end of the movie, they're in a club just <laughs> out dancing and they're like, oh, who hired these costume <laughs> right, freaks? Right. Unbelievable. <sighs> the animatronics are not great. No. And then we get to them fighting the bad guys using toys, sausages, and shenanigans. And that is because parents, after the first movies, said that this movie is too dark and too violent. So weapons were banned. Leo takes his two swords out from their sheaths, stabs the ceiling, jumps up, and basically uses them as a pull-up bar to kick people. Yep. Fucking stupid. Donatello was the only one that was allowed to use his weapon. <laughs> the British Board of Film Classification actually made the movie remove shots of sausages being used as nunchucks. <laughs> Why? To get the PG rating. You can't use sex, sausages. You know? <laughs> People are going to want to fuck if you use sausages. And actually, yeah, fun fact. I believe from the year 1977 until just recently, nunchucks were illegal in New York. You didn't even know. I know. nunchucked you. Mm. Also, the cartoon fun fact, the BBC made the animated series remove all use of the word bummer due to concerns of its homophobic meaning in the British slang. <sighs> I guess I could see that because if there was a British cartoon with the word they use for cigarette, the US would probably make them remove that. Or the C word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the one. You are really exciting Mac for this episode. We get a new April O'Neil, and the funniest thing is the first line to her is this old couple on the street that yell, Oh, you're April O'Neil! <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. And she's like shushing them off, trying to go somewhere. And once again, Judith Hogue did not want to be in this movie because of the violence plus her shooting schedule. I don't know what she was shooting at the time. Ugh. It was probably a better choice, though. Yeah, I'd say so. Now... For loving pizza, none of the turtles seem to know how to hold a box of pizza. Did you well, notice they that? they got three fingers. No, so but it's like hard. Michelangelo goes in through the window holding it like this, and the pizza box is on its side. Yeah, that's a good point. So all the pizza would go to the bottom of the right, box. But right. then you open it. And it's, it's absolutely perfect. fine. Huh. Good point. Good flaw. You, you just like pointed out. Looks like this movie one does of, suck. One of the few flaws in this movie. <laughs> I like the personalities in April's apartment. They're all having fun. They're all acting like teenagers. Yeah. Kevin Clash returns as Splinter. 
The Shredder is alive. Yeah, somehow. He is alive. And once again, Eastman and Laird did not want to use Shredder. They just wanted to use his helmet as a shrine. They have a huge world of different characters and villains that they created in the comics, in the animated series. Obviously, they would have had to have jumped through some licensing rights to try and figure out which ones they could possibly use. But they thought about if the Shredder would return, it would be for the third movie. Yeah, it would have made more sense to somehow come up with a better reason for him to return by the third movie. Just bring him back immediately. You're like, okay, you kind of make the first movie look worse. The Shredder, I just, I hate his look. I don't understand the rigid giant helmet and his new blouse. <laughs> Fashion goo over here. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Tatsu is great, though. I love Tatsu. Tatsu's good, yeah. Tatsu is such that's... a stupid character. <laughs> Tatsu, I'll put him uh, on the Mount Rushmore of characters from this movie. I think the professor stinks in this movie. You like the I professor. Liked, I actually like the professor. But it, I think it's just because I would have preferred Baxter Stock. Okay, that's fair. There are giant dandelions. Yeah. That is the first I, showing that there is mutation. <laughs> which is so stupid. Of all things, dandelions. And first of all, not for nothing, <laughs> yeah. they're kind of by the water right there. Yeah. I don't think dandelions would grow right there. That, that's... <laughs> I'm not a real herbivore. What's that called? Arbor person? Yeah. Arborist? Yeah. I don't know if dandelions would grow right there. And once again, just like with the April O'Neil thing, the cameraman walks over there and he goes, look at them. They're dandelions. <laughs> they have eyes. What the hell is going on? Then while they're watching the news with the dandelions, once again, Raph says, Oprah is on. Oprah, I've been trying to talk her into an interspecies relationships for months now. Whoa, whoa, Raph, chill, man. And she won't do it. She can't hold her breath. No, whoa, she can't whoa, Raph, chill, she can't man. hold breath long enough, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much cringier well, the second okay. time I hear it. <laughs> that Oprah's like, well, okay. Like, Let me right. ask you a question, Batty. Which turtle do you think April was into? Which one would she get down with? Yeah. Probably Raphael. Really? Hmm. I thought she had more of a thing with Michelangelo. It's probably one of those two. Or I'd the say. sincerity of Donnie. No, Donnie would be like the gay best friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's just my keen analysis. The professor disposing of the ooze with his computer was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. Raphael yells all of his lines, and he kind of sucks in this movie. Yeah, he's for being the standout in the first movie. Uh, he really takes a step back in this one. So they're at TGRI, and Leo opts to use sticks instead of his swords. Like, he finds sticks somewhere, <laughs> yeah, and he's right. using those sticks instead. Doesn't make sense. No, and like I said earlier... Two swords is like the coolest thing ever. So they use TGRI in this movie. For some reason, they just didn't use the Tecmo Cosmic Research Center. And with that, there's alien shit. And I think alien shit would have really played well in this movie. It wouldn't have played worse than what they did, that's for sure. And then back to this, one of the things that I just pointed out a little bit earlier, the ninja vanish thing, after they had already left, went back to say hi to the turtles, <laughs> accomplish nothing, and then they leave. <laughs> Kino easily finds the hiding spot of the turtles. <laughs> like, they're all hiding behind uh, curtains yeah. and, like, fake doors. They're bad ninjas in and, this movie. Uh, they're bad ninjas, and number two... Uh, Kino went, goes and steps on Donatello's foot, which is just fucking rude. Raphael's foot. Oh, it's Raphael's foot. Like, why are you going to hold me, bitch? Why would you do that instead of just fucking moving <laughs> the thing? Move the little blind. I don't know. So he knows that all of these turtles exist. Yeah. And then Splinter shows up, and he faints. <laughs> what are you expecting? He's an old man. He got up too quickly off the toilet seat. So then Shredder says, okay, I want the two most vicious animals. So Tatsu, go out and give me the two most vicious animals you can find. In New York. 
So I don't know. Go to Pigeon. a go to a zoo. Find a lion and a tiger. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. Tatsu comes back with a snapping turtle and a wolf. Yeah, I don't know where wolves would live in New York City. That's my question. Because you wouldn't even put those in the zoo. Uh, no, you wouldn't. And like, I just like you could get a coyote, maybe a yeah. fox. You know what? But if... a wolf, I've killed them all. They're not there. <laughs> Top of my mind right now. If you're in New York, so you have a bunch of zoos around. Sure. Or like one. But... Yeah, but I would think a tiger and a polar bear. I don't know if the polar bear would be nice for the atmosphere. How about a bear know? in general? How about a, a bear, grizzly bear? A bear in general would be good. A tiger would be sweet. The tiger is the biggest of all the apex yeah. predators. So I would go tiger for sure. How about you? Dealer's choice for the second. Something Vicious that, animal. Something that flies would be cool. Ooh, that would have been cool. Yeah. So uh, just a big pigeon. Who gives or a like shit? Or like an eagle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Choke it, choke it. Shredder makes the point of saying that he needs... To fight mutants with mutants. Mm. This makes classic. no sense to me because at the it's end classic. of the first Ninja Turtles movie, he single-handedly beats all four Ninja Turtles <laughs> by himself. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and in this one, he doesn't do shit. Well, he's tired in this one. He's recovering. That's right. He was in a garbage disposal for so many years. <laughs> roughly six months, actually. And he came back. And then we get the best line of the movie, which is, They're the babies! <laughs> And then Shredder says, dispose of them. Like, what you made me, they suck. Kill them. Yeah, bad. Get them out. So once again, what they wanted to do with this is they wanted to use Bebop and Rocksteady. They couldn't get over the legal hurdles of it. Which seems weird. It does. I feel like Eastman and Laird, who created those characters, should be able to do it. But So you watch the toys that made us, right? Yeah. Yeah. So in it, didn't they say that when a writer would create a new character, they would either get 50% of the character or Eastman and Laird would buy the character off them, right? Oh, I don't know. That's a, I was not paying that close of attention. Kino takes the foot soldier test. Mm. And this is the only piece of actual ninja stuff in the entire movie is when Kino is supposed to take the bells off the dummy in the smoke and Raphael sneaks through there, takes them all off, puts them on Kino. And they don't do anything else like that in the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing. And then also immediately after that, Raph gets caught again. Because Raph loves getting caught. That's his thing. Every single movie. The other three turtles then go to a junkyard and get caught in a giant net. <laughs> Leo, who has fucking man, swords. Man with two swords. In the back of his shell. Yeah, it has them at all times. Not only does he not think of using his swords... But neither of his brothers that could also reach over and take the sword out to cut them out, get him out. Doesn't make sense. No. So they're all caught in the net. (laughs) And then Dana made this point. Raphael sounds like Ray Romano in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Whereas I think... You're not far off. No, so it's close to Ray Romano. I think he sounds just like... um, Who was the Red Sox manager in 2013? Bobby Valentine? He sounds just like Bobby Valentine. (laughs) It's crazy. So how do the turtles get out? Splinter comes out of nowhere and bow and arrows them down. It's just, especially by this point, you don't even care what the plot is. You're kind of hoping that Tokar and Razar will do something cool, and they don't. They don't do anything cool. They do nothing cool, and then you know inevitably at the end they're going to fight the turtles, and... At this point, we're like we're almost done. We're almost done with the movie. <laughs> nothing has happened. Nothing yet. has happened. <laughs> I forgot to mention that the turtles found a new house. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 
They found uh, Peter Parker's father's hideout underneath <laughs> fucking New York City. This was your favorite part of the movie, though. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> it probably is the coolest set piece of the whole movie. But it is. It. They steal the scientist. You, you have here, a scientist does science. Yep, that's I right. I like that. I like that note. <laughs> fan of that. He does do that. And then most of the movie is terrible. It really hits the point of being super bad just as we get to the club scene. <laughs> The whole donut thing outside the club is terrible. I, I we need to do the ceremonial donut eating. I gotta say, I, forget, too. I forgot about that. I forgot most of it, to be honest. <laughs> to be able to see Vanilla Ice in that small venue in '91, that's fucking steel right there. He had the number one hit in 1990. Yeah, steel. Would you say this is his best movie, or is that's my boy his best movie? Oh boy, that's my boy is a better movie than this. I agree. So both of them are better than Cool as Ice. What is cool as ice? That's Vanilla Ice's movie. He has his own movie. He kind of plays the James Dean in the movie. Oh, boy. I don't... Just stop it right there. Looks like we're watching that next year for my birthday. <laughs> cool as ice. <laughs> now, when I said earlier that all the fight scenes are terrible, I lied. The dancing fight scene is amazing. Uh, when compared to the rest of them, yes. It brings me back in. And then Kino kicks the ooze out of Shredder's hand. And that was dope. <laughs> then Michelangelo blows the Shredder off stage with a keytar. Which I respect. I always respect the keytar. Shout out Keytar Bear. <laughs> so the actual scene that was supposed to happen here is that the professor is supposed to catch the ooze mm -hmm. and then go into the bathroom, kind of like polish off his head, which yeah. I believe we do get that in this movie. But then he's supposed to lift his shirt, revealing that he has a crang in his stomach, setting up the third movie where the turtles fight the Triceratons. Yeah, that still would have made this movie still terrible. But the terrible English. But, but the plot this movie twist still would have been terrible. But the plot twist would have been like, wait. That would have been a decent reveal. What yeah. is happening here? Yeah. Then we get Super Shredder for mm. one minute. Useless. Completely useless. Played by Kevin Nash. Yep. And as opposed to trying to fight him, Leo tries to stop him with diplomacy. Classic. It's a classic Shredder, <laughs> you gotta listen to reason! <laughs> <laughs> and what does Shredder do instead? Just knock Just over load-bearing poles. every single pole in sight and kills himself. And then the turtles land on the water and they're like, man, I've said it a bunch of times, but I'll say it again. I love being a turtle. <laughs> and then Is that how it ended? No. <laughs> Still five more minutes. They go back to their lair and Splinter's like, were you seen? And they go, no. And then he holds up a newspaper and says, Ninja Rap is born. And all four turtles are on the... Paper. How about that? Then he goes, do some flips or shit. And then they all start doing flips, and he's like, I made another funny. <laughs> and there it is. That's so that, bad. That secret of the ooze. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 1, the secret of the ooze. What could have been if they just let them get as weird as what this property is? It, this property, by its title, is weird. Well, especially as bad as this movie is. There was no sense in not letting them just do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. And also, the cartoon series had been out for so long, and Krang was a well-known character to just be like, look, you have the humanoid with the giant brain in his belly. Let's do something with that. Yeah. And I think the puppetry on that would have been either terrible or really cool. No, it would have been terrible, but at yeah, least right. it would have been kind of fun. I yeah. don't know. Uh, what did I say? 18 hot dogs? Uh, you said 18. I said 17. Dana had 12. <laughs> Let's get into Mac Sack. Mac Sack could be anything, and this week it is a little turtle trivia for Batty Day. Mac, if you know the answer, you can jump in. Okay. 
The feature film that came out, I believe, in 2016, 10-inch Mutant Ninja Turtles, a porn parody of the Ninja Turtles. I am going to say the Turtles character. Can you please tell me what their porn parody name was? Casey Jones. I don't know. Casey Bones. Mac got it. Nice. Shredder. Shred her (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Anything? No. Spreader. That's Spreader. Okay, yeah. Master Splinter. <laughs> must split her? <laughs> so you think he's walking going, must split her. Master Sphincter. Max got it. Yeah. What is it? Master Sphincter. Master Sphincter. <laughs> Leonardo. I don't know. I got nothing on this one. I don't know. Leonardo. <laughs> That's just super creative. Raphael. I got nothing you on that say? one. Raphaelis. That's terrible. What's That's that? the worst one. Phallus is like a penis. <laughs> oh. Michelangelo. Penis is on the I'm sorry, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Oh, you got it, baby. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, Donatello. Donatello blow. They can't all be Donatello. <laughs> I don't know. Donatello. Oh, not bad. Not, not bad. bad at all. Not bad. Finally, April O'Neil. April I nail. Mm. No, the answer is April O'Neil. Okay. They just kept it as is. Fair enough. She's also played by someone named April O'Neil. Hmm. I'm sure that's her birth name. <laughs> so that is 10-inch Mutant Ninja Turtles Triple X parody. Have you I seen su- this? No, but there's a really funny trailer for it. Um, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, please send us a GIF of your favorite porn parody or mm. anything from Secret of the Ooze. Sure. Your favorite between Tokar and Razar. My favorite is Tokar. Agree. Tokar looks better. Mac, where can you find us? Uh, you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at Mac and Goo Podcast. On every other platform, we're Mac Ampersand Goo. That's Mac Shift 7 Goo. That includes Facebook, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, Speaker, Google Play, iHeartRadio. The most important platform is iTunes. Get on iTunes, subscribe to us, rate us, review us five stars. If you do that, we'll get you a free T-shirt for the folks over at Watertown Sportswear. 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 That's Watertown Sportswear. Is my sheet here somewhere? I don't know where Watertown floor, Sportswear is. It's, on it's in Watertown Street. Square. Oh, there we go. That's Watertown Sportswear on 34 Mile Avenue Street in Watertown Square. 617-924-1840. WatertownSportswear.com. Watertown Sportswear. Expert screen printing and embroidery. Tpublic.com. We'll have... Oh, next week is our draft. Yeah. Yeah. 2020 movie movie auction draft. Yes. Batty, before we go, where can we find you? Battyday.com. Battyday on Instagram. That's B-A-D-D-I-E-D-A-E. Boom. Boom. So next week is the draft. Big times coming ahead. Big times. And I think there's no other way to end this podcast. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. Go. Please flip the cassette over to side B to continue the adventure. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.